Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am your host, Steve Jaco, here to tell you about your Philadelphia Flyers week ahead for the week of November 1st. That's right, folks. November is here. Halloween is done with. We survived Flyers after dark for a full week. That was, uh, it, it wasn't quite as harrowing as it could have been. The Flyers actually came away pretty good in that week. They went 2-1 and one with big wins over the Oilers and Canucks, a, a bad deflating game against the Flames, but you're going to get those sometimes, especially at the tail end of road trips, but giving the Oilers their first regulation loss, beating the Canucks, these are good accomplishments for this team, definitely something to hang your hat on. So now we're in November, it's officially turkey season, Halloween is done with, and we're just in that turkey countdown. We're waiting for St. Turkey to come down his chimney and fill our stockings with stuffing and just gorge ourselves. It's the best time of year. And hopefully the Flyers can fill their stockings with points. I'm going to reuse the same analogy in December when it's actually appropriate for this team. Let's start with Tuesday, November 2nd. The Flyers host the Arizona Coyotes, the only home game this week, and hopefully it's a big win for this team. Hopefully it's a repeat of the Seattle cracking game because the Coyotes stink. We will get to that in a few minutes, but they stink. I'm expecting a win, and it's going to be a huge letdown, isn't it? 7 p.m. game. That's on NBC Sports Philadelphia, BSAZ Plus, and probably ESPN Plus if you are out of either market. Hopefully it is not blacked out for you. Thursday, November 4th, it's time, folks. It's Pittsburgh time. The Flyers go to the Colesaw capital of the United States of America to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's a 7 p.m. game. That's on AT&T, ATT, SNPT, and NBC Sports Philadelphia. Always a good one when the Flyers take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Then Saturday, November 6th, Washington Capitals. It's just rivalry week, folks. Now, rivalry night, it's gone with NBC Sports. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's really tragic. Now, they changed it to hockey night. It wasn't even rivalry night anymore. But I digress. Saturday, November 6th, the Washington Capitals, the Flyers travel down to Washington. 7 p.m. game. That's on NBC Sports Washington and NBC Sports Philadelphia. So no national broadcasts for you this week. No TNT games. All local stuff and ESPN Plus, if you are so inclined. As for your Philadelphia Flyers, they are 4-2-1, good for 9 points, currently 5th in the Metro, tied with New Jersey, but standings don't mean jack shit right now at this point in the season. Your top scorers for the Flyers, Sean Couturier leading the way, 9 points, 3 goals, 6 assists for Coots. Claude Giroux with a hot start, 8 points, 4 goals, 4 assists, and it's great to see Claude firing away and scoring goals this year. Love it, the man has a great shot. I think a lot of us have felt like it's been criminally underused throughout his career, and to see him just firing away and scoring has been awesome. 
Speaking of firing away and shooting and scoring, Cam Atkinson, 7.6 goals, 1 assist. One of the best starts we've seen from a new flyer, maybe ever. Cam Atkinson has been a breath of fresh air to this team. Joel Farabee, oh god, not the Bees. Oh god, yes, the Bees. 6 points, 3 goals, 3 assists for Joel Farabee. Travis Konechny, TK, the jerk store himself. 6 goals, 6 points, that is. 3 goals, 3 assists. I would love 6 goals from TK, but 3 goals, 3 assists. Ain't too shabby. Finally, with Derek Broussard, 6 points as well. 1 goal, 5 assists for Broussard. And it's definitely, I think, more than we expected out of Broussard at this point of the season. He's been great. He's been really good on that second line. As for your projected lines right now, Cap Friendly was showing Giroud, Couturier, Konechny, Farabee, Broussard, Atkinson, Lindblom, Lawton, JVR, and Zach McEwen, Nate Thompson, and Patrick Brown. Yes, I still don't know who two of those three guys are on the final line. Well, I'm, I'm starting to get to know McEwen a little bit. I've been calling him Madman McEwen from the, the safety of my own home. He's a, a maniac. He kind of looks like the guy from This Is Us who, who died via a tragic crockpot accident. Spoiler for a show I've never watched in my life. And Patrick Brown, I don't know who Patrick Brown is to this day. There's no way to know. There's just no way. Defensive pairings for the Flyers, Ivan Provorov and Justin, not Ryan Braun, currently together while Ryan Ellis is still nursing an undisclosed injury. We will get to that in a second. Travis Sanheim and Rasmus Ristolainen. Keith Yandel and Nick Sealer are together. Goaltending, you got Carter Hart, who's 2-2-1, two, two, and 9-15 save percentage, 2-7-9 GAA. He played really good in that Flames game, and I just feel like his play's been pretty solid so far. There's definitely been a couple stinkers, but overall, it's been a nice bounce back for Carter Hart so far. Hopefully, he keeps it up. I just feel like the team really let him down in that Flames game, and they were out of gas, frankly, but Carter Hart really did his best to keep them in that game. And that needs to be recognized. I think Carter Hart was really good in that game. And as for Martin Jones, he's 2-0-0. Both wins happen to be on Bones Days. And if you don't know what that means, well, listen to two flyperbolies that go near the end. If you can make it that far through a flyperbole in our lengthy podcast. But Martin Jones on the Bones Days is really killing it. 9-4-1 save percentage, 201 GAA. And I, I think Jonesy's just looked much better than most of us expected so far. Again, hopefully he keeps it up. I'm sure he'll get a start sprinkled in there. Well done, Jonesy! Huh. It's thrown in a weird Dreamcatcher reference for you folks. That's a, a reference that no one but fellow psychopaths like me who enjoy shitty Stephen King adaptations will get. Injury-wise, the biggest one the Flyers are dealing with right now, well, besides Kevin Hayes, which is ongoing, hopefully uh, we'll be seeing Kevin Hayes back soon, Ryan Ellis has been out day-to-day with an undisclosed injury. I I just hope they're being cautious with him and he gets back to 100% before he comes back in. It's been something he's been dealing with since preseason, and Ryan Ellis really makes such a huge difference on this team, on the blue line. Get well soon, Ryan Ellis. Kevin Hayes still on the IR with his abdominal injury and just want to see him back. I mean, this team's looked great with Derek Broussard at 2C. Imagine how good they're going to look if that center position is even further solidified by having Kevin Hayes in there. Wade Allison still on the IR with a sprained ankle and Samuel Morin still on the IR with a knee injury. Your first Flyers opponent of the week is the Arizona Coyotes currently 0-8-1. Good for one point and eighth in their division. They are dead last. They suck. And they're a point behind Chicago. Chicago really sucks. I, I This team is terrible. 
And it would just be so deflating to see the Flyers lose to them. Like, the Flyers lost to the Flames, and they got shut out by the Flames, and that sucked. But the Flames are good. The Flames have talent. The Coyotes are terrible so far. Let's look at their top scorers, players of note. Shane Gostisbehere leading the way. Five points, all assists. Shane Gostisbehere, and I love you, Ghosty. You should not be the top point scorer on any team right now. Good lord. Clayton Keller with four points, three goals, one assist. Lawson should have been a flyer. Kraus, I don't actually feel that way, but everybody expected him to get drafted as a flyer, yada, yada, yada. Four points, two goals, two assists for Mr. Kraus control. Phil Kessel, Mr. Hot Dog, four points, one goal, three assists. Christian Fisher, three points, two goals, one assist. And Johan Larson also has three points, all assists for Johan Larson. As for your lines for the Coyotes, they ain't pretty. They ain't pretty at all. Lawson Kraus, Barrett Hayton, Clayton Keller top line, Dimitri Yaskin, Johan Larson, Phil Kessel, Liam O'Brien, Jay Beagle, Jay Bagel, and Andrew Ladd, Antoine Roussel, Christian Fisher, and Louis Erickson. Louis Erickson? Louis Erickson's still in the league and playing for the Coyotes? Good lord. On defense, they have Jacob Chikrin, Dyson Mayo. Excuse me? Dyson Mayo? That's not a name. I don't believe that for a second. Ilya Labushkin, Victor Soderstrom, Shane Gostisbehere, and Anton Strahlman. I love that Gostisbehere and Strahlman are the, the most recognizable pairing here for me, and it's just guys from five years ago that were great. <laughs> the Coyotes. Goaltending. Ivan Prozvitov. That's not Ivan Provorov. That's Ivan Prozvitov. It's very close, but not quite Ivan Provorov. He's 0-1-0. 821 save percentage, a 5 GAA. Carter Hutton, 0-2-0, 741 save percentage, a 7.76 GAA. 10-9-8-76 GAA. Good lord. And then we have Carol Vamiku, which that's as close as I'm going to get to this. I had the pronunciation here, and you know what? I feel like I did all right. He's 0-5-1, 920 save percentage, 263 GAA. So some actual decent numbers from him. So the Flyers lose this one, and he's in goal. I guess that's the only saving grace this team has. I'm just jinxing the shit. We all know how the Flyers operate, right? We get our all hopes all high, and then they, they take the rug out from under us. Don't do this to me, Flyers. Beat the crap out of the Coyotes. Injury-wise, Nick Schmaltz day-to-day -day with UBI. Carter Hutton, IR, LBI. Connor Timmons, IR, LBI. Ryan Dezingle, IR, UBI. Kyle Capabianco, IR, LBI. And Alex Galchenyuk, IR, UBI. Alex Galchenyuk, decent NHL player. Guy who we thought was going to be really good once upon a time, but, you know, it's... Uh, and Dezingle is all right. These are guys who could make a difference in this lineup, but still a rough lineup. Moving on to a, I was going to say considerably better team, but they're in last place right now. The Pittsburgh Penguins, the slaw-eating land of bridges. 3-3-2, three, three 8 points, 8th in the Metro, dead last. They suck, folks! It's clear the Pittsburgh Penguins are trash. They're never going to be good again. That's just wishful thinking on my part. They are... It's early in the season. The standings don't mean jack shit. And they just got Sidney Crosby back. So, I mean, we're going to go through the top scorers right now, and it means nothing because Crosby hasn't been playing. He's going to be at the top of this list after, like, two to three games, and hopefully it's not after this game because we all know Sidney Crosby's record against the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers. It ain't pretty. Leading the list of Pittsburgh Penguins scoring this year is Danton Heinen. That's right, Danton Heinen. Six points, 
four goals, two assists. I didn't even know that guy was a penguin. I only knew the name because it's super goofy. It's a weird name. Drew O'Connor, which that, that might as well be a creative player in NHL. Good Lord. Five points, three goals, two assists. Evan Rodriguez with the S at the end, not the Z. Drives me nuts. Five points, three goals, two assists. Brock McGinn, five points, two goals, three assists. Jason Zucker, four points, three goals, one assist. And then there were a bunch of guys, like half the roster had four points from there, right? I'm not reading them. That's just not, it's not worth my time. I'm not doing it. Not going to do it. Let's not forget about the real MVPs of this team, though. Mark and Roy Donk, the Donk brothers, just always donking it up on the Colgate Comedy Hour. They are the real MVPs of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, Crosby just got back, though. All those guys are irrelevant. Crosby makes all the difference. Malkin is still out, thankfully, but Crosby just got back. And Jeff Carter's been playing a lot, but, you know, I feel like he's a guy who's a lot more effective if he can be the 2C and not the 1C on this team. It's just he, he can't do it anymore. He's old. He's, he's hockey old. He's my age. Whatever. Your projected lines per cap friendly. We got Jake Gensel, Sidney Crosby, and Evan Rodriguez on the top line. Jason Zucker, Jeff Carter, and Kasperi Kapanen on the second line. Eh, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Then we got Zach Aston Reese, Teddy Bluger, and Brock McGinn on the third line. And then Drew O'Connor, Brian Boyle, and Danton Heinen on the fourth line. Brian Boyle who miraculously has found a way throughout his career to both... The guy has an inspirational story the past few years. And he keeps finding his way onto teams I just cannot like him on at all. He just is on my hated teams at all times. It's just like, I want to root for you after everything you've gone through, but I hate every team that you've been a part of. On defense, we have Brian Dumoulin and John Marino. Michael Matheson, and Mark Friedman. Oh, good old Mark Friedman. Beloved in the Delaware Valley is Mark Friedman, and he loves it here. Certainly not in Pleasantville, Pennsylvania, where the hell he's living now. Good Lord. Pierre, Olivier Joseph, and UC Ricola. Ricola on the back end right there. Goaltending, we got Tristan Jari, who's 3-2-1, and 9-26 save percentage, and a 2-1-5 GAA. We also have Casey DeSmith, Casey the Smith himself, who is currently 0-1-1 with an 8.78 save percentage and a 4.47 GAA. That is weird, wild stuff right there. Injuries. Chad Ruweedle is on the IR COVID protocol. Marcus Pedersen, IR COVID protocol. Chris Letang, Christopher Letang, IR COVID protocol. Brian Rust, IR undisclosed. And Evgeny Malkin, IR, with a knee injury. I would not be surprised. I I have to look it up more on the COVID protocol, guys, but if they popped up in the lineup, that would not be the most surprising thing. At this time, it looks like Letang, at least, is 50-50 for the game against the Flyers. That brings us to our final opponent of the week, the Washington Capitals. 5-1-3, 13 points. Just had their first regulation loss today. What a shame. Tied for second in the Metro currently, and the Capitals are tough as always. They are a tough team every year, and they'll be tough as long as their top scorer is Alex Ovechkin, who just, you know, the man is ageless. 15 points, 9 goals, 6 assists, 15 points, 9 of them goals. The man is a goal-scoring machine, and he will not stop. Evgeny Kuznetsov, 13 points, 5 goals, 8 assists. Tom Wilson, everybody's favorite player. Everybody loves Tom Wilson in Philadelphia. Every last one of us. He's currently got seven points. All assists. That's actually surprising. Tom Wilson usually pops a few goals, and I don't want to jinx it. Don't score any against the Flyers, pal. 
Hopefully Nate Thompson. <laughs> There's apparently a guy who gets into scraps now and beats people up. Nate Thompson takes it to Tom Wilson. That's where we're at. TJ Oshie, six points, four goals, two assists. John Carlson, five points, two goals, three assists. And Anthony Mantha, five points, two goals, three assists. Line projections per cap friendly. We have Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Tom Wilson on the top line. Anthony Mantha, Connor McMichael, and Daniel Sprong on the second line. Carl Haglin, Lars Eller, and Garnet Hathaway. Garnet Hathaway. That's, you know, that's a name. That's the third line. Connor Sherry, Hendricks LaPierre. Love that one. Brett Leeson are your fourth line. And on defense, we have Martin Fairvery and John Carlson. Dimitri Orloff and Nick Jensen, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Justin Schultz. TVR! J.E.R.'s brother still hanging in there as a third-pairing defenseman. Good for him. Goaltending-wise for the Capitals, you have Ilya Samsonov, who is 3-0-1, 9-0-4 save percentage, and a 2-4-3 GAA. You also have Vidic Vanacek, who is 2-1-2, 9-0-6 save percentage, and a 2-4-0 GAA. Injuries currently nicked out is day-to-day with an LBI, lower body injury. TJ Oshie on the IR with a lower body injury. Bobby Nardella with an undisclosed injury on the IR. And Nicholas Backstrom on the IR with a hip injury. So if Backstrom's out, that will help the Flyers. But we'll see who's playing come Saturday. Finally, we have Players of the Week. Last week, I picked Claude Giroux and James Van Riemsdyk. One of those was a resounding success, and the other one minor success. I'm going to claim victory on both of them. That's what I do. Claiming victory for both of these. Claude Drew had four points, one goal, three assists. James Van Riemsdyk, he had one point, but it was a goal, and it was a really pretty goal. Great assist and great feed across the crease and a slam dunk from JVR. So, you know what? Both guys did all right. I'm taking it. This week, I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm going a little deeper into the roster this week. My two picks. I'm going with Ivan Provorov. Hopefully, his defensive partner can come back, Ryan Ellis, and really they can start clicking again they were really good together and i you know i I feel like provy's got something to prove this week and uh, i want to see him go out there and and prove it i'm also going with uh, oscar limblom oscar boy oscar limblom has been playing good hockey solid hockey hasn't really gotten into the scoring column too much I think he's going to break out soon. I think he's going to score a goal this week. I'm feeling really good about Oski Boy. So my picks for the upcoming week for Players of the Week, Ivan Provorov and Oscar Lindblom. All right, folks, that's all I got for you. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any feedback, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach me at Estebaum or at Flyperbole. I would make it Flyperbole if it is for hockey-related purposes. Follow BSH Radio, follow Broad Street Hockey. Be sure to listen to all of our great podcast offerings on Broad Street Hockey, like Checking out the competition, post games with Bill Metz, BSH Radio, and of course my other show, Fly Purbly. Many, many good podcasts for you on Broad Street Hockey. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, go Flyers, and in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.